Hello, I'm Nat from Nottingham, and um, this this is a podcast that's um, it's it's riffing off. It's not it's not ripping off. It's riffing off somebody else's podcast, and that podcast is the the fantastic the Memory Cheats, um, which is uh, the concept is that Stephen and Josh, who are respectively from Radio Free Scarrow and mostly Harmless Cutaway, they get together to discuss a episode of Doctor Who without any forewarning, any pre-planning. They randomly choose which one it is and with no research, they just start talking about the episode. And when I heard of this concept, I thought that is the most fantastic idea for a podcast. It's just like um, when Charlie Brooker used to do TV Go Home, which was a kind of parody set of uh, TV listings. One of them would be uh, a film reconstructed from the memories of people who um, people who haven't seen the film recently, and they were always highly entertaining. And I thought, okay, yeah, this will be brilliant. And I've I've listened to episode one now, and the problem is that Stephen and Josh have an encyclopedic knowledge of Doctor Who and can remember everything. And um, it was actually a really, really good, incredibly informative and entertaining podcast, but. It was missing the the complete ignorance and um, and cheating memory and groping in the dark trying to remember details of a story that are going to embarrass you completely when you listen back to it later. So that's where I step in. I haven't decided on what this podcast's called, but uh, the concept is I can't remember most of the details of many Doctor Who stories, especially ones that aren't out on DVD yet. But even then, I've probably watched most episodes maybe once, maybe twice. I I, I really do kind of just bluff my way through. And um, so this is, this is me without the bluffing. So it's kind of an incompetent version of the memory cheats. I haven't forced the title. Is it, is it the memory really cheats? Uh, the memory depletes? The memory fleets? Um... Oh, what was the other one I came up with? Oh, nothing at the end of Memory Lane. That's vaguely clever, isn't it? Not really. Um, 500-year diarrhea. Yeah, probably not going to go with that last one. Anyway, uh, yeah, so episode one of the Memory Cheats was about the Edge of Destruction. Uh, I have listened to their episode, but it was about a week ago, and... um, Frankly, I've forgotten all the details already. So yeah, my my memory, my memory um, cheats. I should cheat. I should go Google this or rewatch the episode and pretend, but I'm not going to. So here we go. Uh, all my all my memories of um, the Edge of Destruction. Okay, so this is a story. Um, it's the first Doctor story. It's from the first. Uh, it's from the first season. So it must be 1963. Um, Maybe 1964. I'm going to say 1963. Um, and the the concept is, I think it's the third story. I think it comes after the Daleks. It is the third story. It's in the in the beginning box set, uh, which means it must be the third story that comes after the Daleks. And the concept of the story is, I'm going to give you a synopsis now. Um, Okay, so they've just had the Daleks. I'm guessing, I'm making this up probably, that they, they, they went straight from the end of the Daleks to this because they like to do that in those days. I might be wrong. And um, they, so, so in the TARDIS, um, it's, it's entirely within the TARDIS. It's one of those um, bottle episodes. 
um, and it's two parts. See, I'm, I'm not that bad. And um, yeah, they're in the TARDIS and stuff happens. Things, things are going wrong. Everyone's acting a bit odd. No, I remember now. It starts because everyone falls over and, and you have the rest of the episode where the first Doctor has this kind of futuristic bandage upon his head that, that has stripes and the number of stripes kind of reduces as the episode goes on. Um, not poor prop continuity, but some sort of science fictional thing where the, the, the stripes disappearing means it's healing him or something. And um, yeah, do they have the food machine in this episode or is that or is that the Daleks or another one? I can't remember. Okay, well, they've got a they, they there's a thing with a glass of water. No, that's that's no, that's something else. The glass of water is um the web planet so we'll forget the glass of water maybe they have a bag of water maybe this is a completely different episode i'm not remembering details anyway everyone gets really paranoid and um ian and barbara and susan are the companions i forgot to specify that it is the, it's it's like the third story and um and obviously like at this point the first doctor is really um, really distrustful and they're really distrustful of him the whole fluid link thing and the Daleks has just happened so everyone's kind of like Grr, uh, you're doing this why are you doing this um, there's a bit where they go into the TARDIS bedrooms which have like these amazing pull down beds they're kind of funky and um, Susan tries to stab someone with scissors which is quite impressive um, I'm gonna say it was Barbara and they have like a tussle and she ends up stabbing the bed instead of Susan, no, Barbara, memory, it cheats. Um, and yeah, everyone accuses everyone else and um, the TARDIS is trying to send them messages. So stuff's coming up on the screen, I think. Um, and um, yeah, they're going back to the start of the universe. That happens. Uh, they're going back to the start of the universe. And maybe we see that on the screen. I'm not sure. And at some point, some clocks melt. But um, we can't actually see them melting. It's just kind of everyone's looking at a clock and screaming. It's a bit strange. Um, what else happens? The, it, long story short, I'm not sure what happens between part one and part two. But long story short... Um, it turns out that a switch, um, a switch fast return switch on the TARDIS console, uh, which is spring loaded, the spring has got stuck, and that's causing that's causing them to fast return to the start of the universe. And um, rather than like give some sort of useful message here, the TARDIS decides to to um, have some sort of uh, melting clock metaphor. Um, it's surprising, really, if the TARDIS is able to melt clocks, that it couldn't just, you know, say this is the problem. Or, or melt, it could melt springs. Maybe it could melt, may, or actually, maybe the clocks are melting because it's going back in time really, really fast. Uh, I might, that makes no sense, but maybe that's why. Um, I think this story probably makes more sense if you're actually just watching it. So, so, so yeah, so um, 
for some reason they realized that the um, spring was stuck on the fast return switch and I might be misremembering this but I think there's like some masking tape on the console and someone's just written fast return switch above it. Um, it's very convincing. And so they, I guess, fix the spring and then no one's dying. And um, then they'll apologize and there's like a scene where... Um, there's like a scene where everyone decides that they like each other after all and it kind of ends on an upbeat note that that um that actually they trust the doctor now um for some reason and is this is this the one with the weird starscape voiceover ending or is that a different one is that the web planet i'm mixing these two up what comes next marco polo so it must end with them looking at big foots in the snow. Yeah, I've watched this recently. It's on DVD. I probably saw this four years ago. Um, yeah, there's a big foot in the snow and um, the end. Um, so there we go. The, the, the memory really, really cheats. So um, yeah, was that entertaining? I'm not sure. But um, far, far more incompetent than, um, than Stephen and Josh. So, yeah. Tune in next time for uh, Nightmare of Eden, which I haven't seen since 1996.